The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. In this episode, there are spoilers for the movie Won't You Be My Neighbor, a documentary about Fred Rogers. I'm Sienna. And I'm Toast. We're partners in love, life, and music. And we've been together since 2001. With each episode of this podcast, our goal is to help our fellow LGBT community members lift their lives to the next level. Hey, everyone. Hello, and welcome to this episode. Meow, meow, meow. <laughs> so our chili is a cooking downstairs. The scent of it is wafting upstairs. <laughs> yes, it's simmering on the stove. You know how you have to kind of cook the chili. You do. And chili. For hours for this, the wow. seasonings and the flavors to all kind of meld together, right? It is always better the next day. You know how they say that? That's yeah. really true. It's because, true. Because the... It marinates. Right. It marinates. Everything marinates yes. together. <sighs> it's like a relationship where it becomes not all of these separate things, but... It becomes one thing after it's joining a synergy, together. Yes. Yeah. A synergy of goodness. We have hot dogs so, in this particular chili. We do. We have some vegan dogs in this chili. And I think that's a Hawaii thing. Toast Toast is like, I don't know if it's a Hawaii thing. Wait, but I it, think it is. I just realized that if people chose to listen to this particular episode all by itself, they mm. won't know what the heck we're talking about. Why chili? are we talking about chili? Folks, it's because in the previous episode, oh, episode yeah. 19, okay. we ended it by saying, hey, okay, we're going to go <laughs> make a pot of chili. So yes. if you had listened, cons- you know, consecutively, is that what they yeah, say? Consecutively. Consecutively, then it would make sense. Yeah. Okay. So, and All we right. also batch the podcasts. That's right. So, uh, so we're batching and, uh, and chili making. I have to just say that, and I mentioned this in the last episode, that Toast rarely ever requests a food mm-hmm. and she requested chili. And I had to deliver because you must really have wanted it, huh? Yeah, but you. You kind of wanted it too, right? Oh my gosh, you're going to put this on me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was, was I under the wrong impression? That I you, wanted did you get, chili? You, did you not get excited at all when I well, said, Well, I got excited chili. because chili is one of my favorite foods. It is. Right, it, I know. It I is know, actually one of my favorite foods. Yeah. But, uh, and, and I guess because of that, I'm always the one just initiating making it. I see. And so when you popped up and said, oh, I wish we had chili. <laughs> then your eyes go. <laughs> and then you you brought that up again later. And then you brought it up again later. And I'm like, I well, guess I was really a craving. Wow. I was really anything. Huh? Yeah. Mm, so okay. um, well, it so worked. anyways, yeah, it worked. And just to let you guys know, um, there are so many shortcuts to making yummy foods. So don't feel like you have to make everything from complete scratch. And this chili that I make has a lot of good stuff that you put together yourself. So it's like putting all your different spices together. You saw the spices, right, Toast? Mm-hmm. And then, But it also relies on a few packets of chili seasoning. And nowadays, 
it's not full of crap. <laughs> Whereas the seasonings before MSG, you know, and full all of all that kinds kind of, stuff. of crappy stuff. So now they have a great brand called Simply Organic, and that's a great spice packet. So take shortcuts where you can. Yeah. And, yeah. and you can still have the pleasure of cooking from scratch. You really can. In quotes, right? In air quotes yeah. from the scratch. But, uh, okay, but you did say that we had vegan hot dogs in there, which right. might sound really gross to people. Is I it, think people are turned off by hot dogs in general. Well, especially vegetarian people. <laughs> unless unless they're vegetarian hot dogs, right? They're, they do oh, have these vegan, are vegan hot dogs, which is what these are, because right. we do not eat animal meats. Right. Generally. Sometimes I eat fish, though. Right. I just, yeah. Sometimes I do eat fish. But, uh... Is it, is it weird to put hot dogs in chili? I think that's a Hawaii thing. Okay. That's what we well, were bringing up in the beginning. Okay. I think well, it's people a Hawaii can thing. let us know. And people... Well, okay, people can let us know that, but we do know that chili and rice That's is a Hawaii, a Hawaii thing. thing. Yes, yes. Chili I was pretty... with white rice. Yes, the chili and the cornbread thing, never got it, don't understand Me it. Me neither. Chili on is a my... baked potato, totally don't get that one. <laughs> it's a little creepy to me, so I'm fine with my rice. Mm. Anyways, I don't know, we just talked a lot about that, I think because we can smell it. So why don't we move on and give our quick shout out to Anais Ninette. Isn't that so pretty? Yes. Gosh, if that is your, whether it's just your handle or your birth name, it is very beautiful. So great job either way. (laughs) (laughs) So we received a review from her um, and it says, shall I read it or... Did you want to read it? Oh, yeah, I'll read it. Okay. It's titled, Amazing to Have You Back. And she writes, These two were essential to my coming out process eight plus years ago. Warm, funny, and kind. Thank you for being in my ears on my daily walking commute. I love this review, especially because she's from the UK. Yes. Or, I, well, she's there now. I wish I could have done it in, in a you know, British <laughs> accent, but I, I don't, I'm not you know, good at that. That is some place I want to visit. Me too. I really yes, want to yes, visit. Yes, So, um, and we have uh, some fun Instagram friends who are from there. Ah, yeah. The so, wonders of social media. Who love cats and everything. Anyways, okay, so please, we would love to send you a little goodie if you'd like to reach out to us and just email us or comment, she could comment, right? Comment on this episode, reach out to however us. you want to reach out mm-hmm. to us. Mm-hmm. Um, we would love to send you a little goodie in the mail for leaving a review. Thanks. And now we just want to say <laughs> that it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. <laughs> A beautiful day in the neighborhood. That's all I know. You know more. Yeah, I do. But Oh, come uh, on! <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was so impressed <laughs> that you knew it. 
actually. Because, because that's what Fred Rogers did for a certain generation of kids, yes. us being amongst in, them. In that generation, yes. So I, Toast here. Wait, have, we should say there's spoilers. We, we told oh, them we at the that. very beginning okay. there are spoilers, but we're telling them again right now. This okay. is where the spoilers, spoilers start. So this is our thoughts and stuff after seeing this amazing documentary movie called Won't You Be My Neighbor? It's about the work of Fred Rogers and his TV show for kids called Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, which you probably have heard of. My mother told me that whenever I was getting fussy or grumpy as a little, little kid, all she has to do is say, Mr. Rogers is coming on TV pretty soon. And then I would shut up and go and sit down in front of the TV and just wait. Aww. Yeah. And was the TV off? I don't even remember. I don't even remember. I also heard from my parents that whenever, I think it what was it, Sesame Street made the announcement that the Cookie Monster was going to be coming up that I would run out of the room because I was afraid of monsters. <laughs> but I don't remember that either. So funny. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, so going to see this movie was such a treat. It affected me in a in a broader deeper way than I expected. Yeah. 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 I mean, and then preparing for this episode, mm-hmm. right? We we just googled, right? Uh, the movie and so we could kind of refresh our memories of it and the the trailer starts playing and it's like oh, I start crying again <laughs> there's something <laughs> there's something about it I don't know if it's the current climate that we're in right now the current cultural and political nastiness that's been going on for years that makes it so refreshing and so comforting. Well, I'll tell you what you tell me was what. moving tell me what. to me. Okay. And maybe okay. this is how you felt as well. Okay. So when we were watching the movie, mm-hmm. I remember just Mr. Rogers was a part of my everyday life. Mm-hmm. Like in a big way. I mean, like how you're saying, I totally know the song and all the words, right? Right. And all the characters, but now being older and watching this documentary at the time, of course, I hadn't appreciated all of what Fred Rogers stood for. Mm -hmm. You know, he was still able to create a show that reached kids our age Mm-hmm. that touched on various subjects but i didn't have a memory necessarily of like wow that was wow he he wow he this, talked about death this right one was there. on death and this one you know he didn't i i don't have that memory me neither but i'm certain that being watchers of that program affected who we became we became mm-hmm you know, as and our people. sense of right and wrong and what's exactly. Good and, and I think that's what good. was moving because we didn't realize at the time the depth 
of what he was presenting mm-hmm. and right. how it really, he had a team, of course, yes, but how we really saw that it was a one-man show in terms of him <laughs> creating the content, I did not him know deciding, that him writing all the music. Right. I didn't know he was this musical. Right. Him doing all the, all the voices I didn't and know the puppets. Yeah, I didn't know he was the voice of all the puppets. Yeah, and so I think that was so moving and also I felt so grateful that I got to grow up in that time Mm. where the show was popular and so therefore I watched it Mm -hmm. you know um that's what I think yeah that was a huge that's what I think part of the appreciation I walked away with as well yeah it's like wow Oh, you just didn't realize, you know, right. and then it's like, what? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And so if anyone, if any of our listeners used to watch Mr. Rogers, you this documentary is a must, must see. Yeah. If you want to, especially also if you need a if you need a to shot, cry, if you need to cry <laughs> and if you need a. Uh, if you need to feel again jar of medicine to help recover your faith in the goodness of the human heart Mm. yeah it was so good it was so good i think that's what that's what um moved me too is towards the beginning of the movie one of the commentators makes the observation that you know somebody said if you take everything that makes good tv and you do the opposite, that's what Mr. Rogers is. Yeah. Where there's no, it's not slick. Yeah. It's not fast paced. It's not high budget. Yeah. Right. He didn't compromise. There's no, yeah. There's no, he didn't uh, catch out hooks in his songs. Mm-mm. His songs, the, the melodies of the songs are actually pretty complex. It's more jazz than, than a catchy pop hook that takes mm-hmm. 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So. I yeah, thought I that love- was really funny. And at the same time, I think that's refreshing. Because yes. it's it's somebody, like you said, Fred Rogers, and what the show stood for, they are they were all about standing for and fighting for ideals. Mm-hmm. And it's not a, it's not about just trying to get the ratings, right. trying to get the most likes, right. trying to trying to, you know, capitalize and, and cash in on whatever people will click on and yet they're trying they're trying to actually share a message that transcends all of that and yet because of that very fact he could reach kids do you mean it's because he's not gonna he's not bsing basically yeah yeah and Mm. i think kids especially kids they Mm. can feel that Mm. you know You don't think so? No, no, no you're so oh, quiet. No, I'm you're sorry, like, sorry. I'm like, um, <laughs> no, I think kids kind of feel that. Kids and animals. Well, okay. So what I wanted to say while you while you were talking about all of mm-hmm. that is, I especially love. So they flash back to various episodes that Fred Rogers created for his show, and one of them was about silence. Yeah, and he said. Do you know how long a minute is? <laughs> he put his timer on for a minute and didn't do anything for that minute. Is, yeah, here, yeah, here, this is how long a minute is, and he just yeah. sat and just there sat for a there. minute. And I then, love it. But throughout all the episodes, there was that element 
of just being present and quiet. And taking your time. So while he's eating his sandwich, he's just there on camera eating his sandwich that he just told us about. And he's eating his sandwich. No script. Nothing. You don't need to fill all the air. Nope. You can have... just. You can have silence. You can have silence yeah, and, and you're not gonna be have fine. It. And that doesn't mean it's dead air. I, I love it's that. It's filled yeah. with silence. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yes. There was, and I was really struck by, oh my gosh, that's right. Daniel Tiger, the, the puppet oh, Daniel Tiger. Daniel I was like, Tiger. oh, I'd forgotten about Daniel Tiger and He's Henrietta so Pussycat, the meow, 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 meow. Meow, meow, she meow, was meow. so cute. I'd forgotten about her and the oh the, the king, the king, all of these characters. Just, of, I was going. Oh my gosh! I totally forgot all about this stuff. But a part of me didn't forget, obviously, because yeah. yeah. when it comes on the screen, you're just going, so "Oh good. my god! I'm so five good. years old again." <laughs> I know. Don't yeah. you want a Daniel Tiger? Yes. So cute. I know it was so great. And they even had actors that played the, I remember the delivery man Mm -hmm. and the police officer. Right. Officer Clemens, that story really was eye-opener too. Yeah, yeah. Because apparently at that time, there, there was still huge controversy over segregation. Yep. In... Things like swimming pools. And Fred Rogers made it a point to write a script where, ah, he's just cooling off in this little pool. And here comes Officer Clemens walking down the street. And he invites Officer Clemens, who happens to be African-American, to come and cool off in the pool, too. Yeah. And that was huge back then. uh, Huge. (laughs) Yeah. So pretty incredible. And I'm sure we, we saw those episodes and we didn't realize what what was really the happening cultural significance of it yeah 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 oh and it turns out on top of all of this so the actor who played officer clemens his name is francois oh francois clemens am i having am i saying this right what's his name officer clemens the character's name yeah no i don't think it was officer clemens but um here i'll find out okay you find out and i'll keep going but this actor was the very first african-american to have a recurring role on children's television and he started that role in 1968 so i thought that That was pretty neat so amazing yeah yeah oh no that that was also his name in the okay uh, episode as well okay cool yep I, I I thought so, and then I was like, wait, is that right? Okay. So I guess, cool. yeah, he just used his real name. Yeah, just like Mr. Officer Rogers, Clemens. right? Yeah. Fred Rogers. That's yeah. him. Yeah. yeah. And then also, too, I think what... This is this is a big spoiler, so I hope you guys are cool with that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Officer Clemens, or Francois Clemens, he actually turned out to be gay. Yeah, he was a gay I mean, not guy. Not turned out, but he I mean, was a he gay, was gay guy. He kept with it a hidden. great voice, with a beautiful in, singing voice. And in fact, that's I, I read that that's how Mr. Rogers found him. How Fred Rogers, yes, became aware of him. He yeah. heard him singing in church and was like, "Oh my gosh, this guy's fantastic!" You know, he, he want to be on the show, and it did happen. Yeah. Oh, speaking. Okay, speaking of being gay, so. 
in the movie, I felt so ambivalent because on one hand, I appreciate that Fred Rogers did accept Francois Clemens as a gay man. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. At the, but on the other hand... I mean, but it wasn't easy street for him. Exactly. That's what I mean. Is okay. On the other hand, Fred Rogers was also very upfront with Francois and let him know that you can't just go to gay bars. Right. Because people will recognize you. Yeah. And that's not a good thing for us and the show. And, and that was just yeah. what the culture was at that time. Yeah. And I think what's interesting, though, is that so much of our influences when we're raised can help to dictate who we are, who we become. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So Mr. Rogers yet somehow was able to be so progressive in so many uh, ways. Mm -hmm. And yet with uh, gay, gay stuff, he that's where his line was. Right. You know, he could do as much as invite an African-American to come and, and accept share him in private swim, swimming pool. You know, share. Right. It. It's like, it was like, it was like together. the military was for a long time. Don't ask, yeah. don't tell. It's yeah. like, we're, you'll be okay as long yeah. as you don't show it in public. But what was beautiful is that he did come around. So it wasn't like he, uh, because remember that scene where um, he and his wife, actually did have a lot of gay friends. Mm-hmm, Do you remember? Mm-hmm. And they had a lot of yes. parties and had a lot of gay friends. Yes. And um, Francois Clemens became one of those yes. friends on that level. And so he did come around, you know. Yes. He evolved. So he did, yeah. Just like all and of we're us. We're not all perfect, and he certainly wasn't. And, right. And also, he was a pastor. Right. He was a reverend. Of- which, which I think, you know, probably set the tone for his disapproval of gay people mm-hmm. or his at public the start. disapproval, at least what had to be public. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? But, As, like you said, I don't know. all of this speaks to the progress that we are all making as individuals, as a society, as humanity. We're not all yeah, he rocks. perfect. I think he rocks. And yes. And Mr. And all Rogers of us, rocks. Mr. Rogers is badass, man. <laughs> And you don't realize how much until you watch this documentary. He was so badass that people thought that maybe he was gay. (laughs) Which I thought is, that's telling too. It's like, this guy, Fred Rogers, he is so loving and he's so accepting and nurturing and had nice sweaters and he has indoor um, shoes and he is so... His house is neat. He makes sandwiches. He has pet fish. And he's so loving that he must be gay. <laughs> that, was fun. that was one of my but favorite scenes when the interviewer was asking him, you know, I'm going to ask you something. And I don't mean to be disrespectful. And I, just, I hope you don't take it that way. He went on and on and on before he asked the question. That was hilarious. <sighs> and the last, was so good. And the last thing that sticks with me the most, and I keep going over this particular question or issue in my mind, 
is the portion of the movie where they talk about the backlash and all of the public sentiment and the articles that got written and op-ed pieces about the entitlement of this generation, oh, yeah. of the Mr. Rogers generation, that they were told that they were special yeah, so much that they just think they, they don't have to earn anything, that, that they're just entitled. Yeah, but I think that's a misunderstanding. And the, and the movie addresses that a yeah. little bit, I, mm-hmm. but I wish they addressed it more. Mm. Or maybe I need to see the movie again. I would actually like to see it again. Yeah. Yeah. But I think the message is is that each of us is special, right? The message is you are special, but the reason you're special is because everybody's special. Yeah. And of course, that's a paradox in one way. I think if you're looking at that kind of statement in a very logical, rational, uh, left brain kind of way, if everybody's special, then no one's special. That's that's the position you have to take if you're looking at things in a very logical way. But if you open yourself up to look at it in a more holistic way, perhaps a more artistic, a, a deeper way that has an appreciation for values akin to eternity or the divine, right? The, the left-hand brain. No, the left brain, not the left-hand brain. <laughs> the right brain! I'm getting my brains mixed up. <laughs> if you look at it, if you look at that statement in a different way, then I think it can make a different kind of sense. Yeah. Where it is possible for everybody to be special. Yeah. Everybody. And frankly, that's what I take to be the ideals on which America itself was founded is that each of us as human beings have a God-given potential. Mm -hmm. And wouldn't it be great if we can all agree to try and create a community where each of us gets to explore that and and live that out and honor that Mm -hmm. in each other? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Are you going to cry? Maybe not now. Yeah, maybe after this. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) After I get my brains together. <laughs> but yeah, that entitlement yeah. thing. I thought I thought that was very interesting. Because I personally I I do have an issue with the everybody gets a trophy for walking out the door. Right. As you said it one yeah. time. It's like you yeah. just show up and you get a trophy. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't agree with that. Yeah, I think, you know, what they were all upset about with how they perceived the backlash. Mr. Rogers, yeah, yeah, saying that everyone's special mm-hmm. or that these kids are special, we're all special. I think it's way worse now. I think so, it's too. But, but, I think, but, I think, but I think those people who accuse Mr. Rogers mm-hmm. of spoiling all these kids, mm-hmm. they would say the reason it's worse, it's because all these Mr. Rogers kids are the parents now. Mm. And they're... You know, they they grew up with this idea of like you just show up and you get a ribbon. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. We, we I know see, you it's and I. So see, you and I are old school when it comes to that. Yeah, it, it's kind of challenging because 
you know, we don't want to offend our friends who have kids and stuff like that. And we don't, because Chosen and I don't have kids, right? All of you who listen to our podcast way back in the day, you guys set us straight, right? You guys said don't have them. So we didn't. But, um, but, but yeah, I think it's really strange now. I think it's, it's, I can't even imagine what it's like to raise children now. Because even if you wanted to do it another way, if the general mentality is to give your kids ribbons as just for walking out the door, and that's the general climate and mentality and and how the school is, mm-hmm. how do you do that's, differently? Yeah, you that's know, a tough current find, to swim against. Yeah, and yeah. then yet, is homeschooling right? You know, where's well, how do they get their social skills then if right. you're going to homeschool? Right. Um, I'm sure there are other options, but... It must be very challenging to raise kids now. Not to mention the politics and how you have to explain that there's a difference between an honorable office and the person who holds an office. Okay, we're going to end this episode right now. (laughs) (laughs) Because we're getting very political. That's all you wanted to say about Mr. Rogers? That... That was my list. I've gone yeah. through my list. Okay. Yes. yes. Well, you guys, go see the movie. It's going to mean so much to you, especially if you used to watch the show. Um, it really, you know... Go support it. Yeah. It support really it. is a badass movie. In the most subversive way possible, it is badass. Don't you think? Yeah, it is. It I is. mean, talk about going against the current. Yeah. For a good cause. Okay. I mean, doesn't it make you think of your literal neighbors and that we should all make a better effort to know our neighbors who surround, you know, the people that surround our current home, Mm -hmm. people across the street, Mm -hmm. people behind us, people on the sides of you, the people that you live life with. Yeah. Yeah. We don't know our neighbors. So let's all go out. And make sure (laughs) that we know our neighbors and be good neighbors. Yeah, that's a good thing. All right. So with that, we are saying goodbye. It's almost chilly eating time. (laughs) And thanks for listening. We really appreciate you guys. As always, if you'd like to stay in touch, we hope you do. Please look us up on Instagram Mm -hmm. and go to cnntoast.com. And leave us a review. Oh, yeah, on leave iTunes? us a review on iTunes. We would love Just that. Just like a nice Nanette. Yes. And sign up for our email and all of that good stuff. All right. Okay. All right. All the links are in the show notes. So until next time, this is Sienna. And this is Toast. Telling you to love life, live free. And love your name. I'm Suzanne Giesman, and if you've ever wondered about life after death or if it's possible to connect with a higher consciousness, I invite you to join me for my podcast, Messages of Hope. It's my mission to share with you that our loved ones who have passed are always with us, and we are so very loved. I want to teach you how to live a consciously connected and divinely guided life. Listen here on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network.